If you remain standing for the reading of the gospel. And Jesus said, what do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father said to the, went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going to the kingdom ahead of, of God, ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. I had commented, um, actually telling someone earlier today that... Um, it's interesting when I'm here, Jeb does the announcements by video, and when, you, you know, when I forget to do the Lord's Prayer, you see why he doesn't trust me to do the announcements. <laughs> Will you pray with me? Lord God, thank you for the words of Jesus. Lord, um, speak to us through those words. Open our hearts and our minds, Lord, that we might hear not only what Jesus said, but what he says to us today. And Lord, by your Spirit, use me, yes, even me, that the words I speak today are words you want people to hear. And Lord, may your will be done. And we will give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. For our gospel lesson for this morning um, really confronts us with uh, what has become known as the tale or the parable of two sons. According to Matthew, um, just the day before Jesus had entered Jerusalem, riding on a donkey um, to shouts of Hosanna. And Matthew tells us that the people in Jerusalem saw this great thing happening. Some knew that this was Jesus, the one they anticipated to be the Messiah. And others were asking, who is this? And people said, it's Jesus of Nazareth from Galilee. And then the first thing that it says Jesus did when he got into Jerusalem, he went to the temple and he walked over and he started turning over the tables of the money changers and driving out the animals and shouting, my father's house shall be a house of prayer. 
and you have made it a den of robbers. So is it any wonder that the next day, when Jesus entered the temple again, the chief priests and the elders came to him as he was teaching and asked a question. They said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? I mean, think about it. If someone came with this throng of people into this church parking lot, I don't know whether it's this one or this one, and cheers going off, and then came right in here to this narthex, this greeting area, and started to turn over tables, and I mean, even throwing the cookies on the floor. <laughs> and then disrupting the service. I'm sure people would start asking questions. I mean, even me, the DS, would say, who gives you the authority to do this? You'd want to know what's behind that action, wouldn't you? But Jesus doesn't answer the question. At least not directly, whether he said, I'm going to ask you a question. And again, in the reading just prior to the one I just read, He asked, where does John's authority come from? Remember, they didn't like John the Baptist, and many of them did not go out to hear the teachings or to be baptized with John. So they started discussing amongst themselves. And they said, you know, if we say that John received authority for his ministry of baptism for repentance from heaven, then Jesus will say, why didn't you believe him? And if we say from God, the people will wonder, why didn't you follow him? So as Jesus often does, he told them a parable. He begins with the words, What do you think? A father asks his two sons to work in his vineyard. One says no, but later goes and does what his father asks. The old other said no. I mean, the other said yes. Yes, sir, addressing his father with respect, but didn't do what his father asked. And Jesus said, which of the two did the will of his father? Now, we just heard this message from Missy. I mean, the answer is obvious, right? The son that did the will of his father. Not the one who said yes, but didn't do it. 
But like all of Jesus' parables, sometimes the answer is a little more difficult than the obvious answer. The truth was, in the society of Jesus' day, and in some circles here, honor of parents and elders was expected. And if you did not show honor, it was shameful. So who sinned? Both sons sinned. They both brought shame upon the father. The first son disrespected his father's request by saying, I will not. I mean, think about that as a parent. When you ask your child to do something and they say, no, that's a denial of parental authority and it's, it's a refusal to trust you that you know what's best for your child. But don't we all rejoice as grandparents and parents when one of our children comes to us and says, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that to you. It's an admission that they did something wrong. And we as parents are usually more willing to forgive the lack of honor or insult than that we initially felt. But sometimes we hear the words, yes sir, or yes ma'am, or you bet. And then when you find out they didn't do what they said, or maybe didn't quit doing what they said they were going to quit doing. But both of those kids in this story, both of those sons disrespected the father. The point is, neither one of the sons showed respect. But there's more to that. And Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your mind and believe. See, the tax collectors and the prostitutes knew that they had sinned and they had shamed their relationship with God by their actions. And they heard the call for repentance and the offer that was of forgiveness that was given. And they turned their lives around and they embraced a new relationship with God. But the chief priests... And the elders of the temple, they didn't understand. They, they were also in need of repentance. They needed God's forgiveness. But instead, they, 
<clears throat> hung on to their own sense of arrogance as they considered themselves to be believers and servants of God. And they failed to see the redeeming grace of God at work. And now they question not only John's authority, but the authority of Jesus. The question that Jesus begins this parable with is, what do you think? That makes, when you hear that, what does that say? Well, think about what I'm going to say. What do you think? You know, it says that you cannot be only a preserver of Jesus' ministry. There's something that's demanded of you. And by saying that it's the first son who was obedient, the chief priests and the elders claim that action for their own. See, they not only misunderstood the ministry of John, the Baptist, and Jesus, they missed the opportunity to serve God in the process. And by failing to embrace the kingdom of God that Jesus and John were proclaiming, it's as if they were saying, yes, sir, but failing to go to work in his vineyard. What do you think? Are any of you guilty of that? I can tell you I am. I have been. And it's good to know that nobody's perfect in this story. That both boys failed. But instead of just continuing that way, one of them woke up and said, I need to do what my father asks. And the truth is, and what really matters is that God has come into our world with an offer of a new relationship. That's the significance of our gospel lesson today. God was at work through the ministries of John the Baptist and Jesus to bring forgiving and redeeming grace into our world. And God's grace was perfectly revealed through Jesus Christ when He accepted the cross for us, for our redemption. And if we said no to God in the past, we were given the opportunity to say yes now and follow the direction of our Heavenly Father. So what matters? Is it the fact that we as followers of Jesus have said yes to following Him? Or that we enter into a full relationship no matter what we've done in the past, and let him be the one 
who leads us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, sometimes we want to read so much into what you say or so little into what you say. And it's also to see that this is a story of two sons that no one knows and a father that no one knows. When what we are to do is not just to look at the priests and the elders, but to look inward. Is Jesus talking to me? So Lord, may we not only say yes, but may we follow you. For your will is perfect. And it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Opportunity um, to give. May the um